0: Welcome to Downstream from Florida College, the podcast for young people that are seeking wisdom. On this podcast, we explore cultural trends, spiritual growth, and common sense in just 15 minutes or less. Thank you for joining us today as we
1: head downstream. Now for your host, Dr. John Weaver. Welcome to Downstream. This is a new podcast here at Florida College. We're talking about lessons that parents and teenagers can learn upstream from the college. We're downstream trying to provide guidance and and wisdom for thinking about how one can live and learn as a Christian in contemporary society. Welcome. I'm joined today by two camp directors, camp directors at the Florida college camps. Today we're thinking about wisdom that camp directors can give to parents and to students. Well, first of all, Phil, Phil Robertson has been at Florida college camp, the summer camp, Uh, For 13 years, is that right?
2: That's right. Uh, Yeah, camp's been a part of my life for a long time, but it's so cool to be back with the kids. On
1: I'm so excited to hear what you have to say about this, Tim. You're not quite the old timer that Phil is, but you've been at the North Carolina summer camp. How long have you been there?
0: A total of seven years, but directed it for four. Well, so
1: grateful to have Tim Earnhart and Phil Robertson with us today. So first of all, I'm intrigued by this idea of a camp director. There must have been something good about it to keep you coming back from 13 years. Well, what was it like to be a, a camp director, and and uh, what would you what insight would you give to parents and to teenagers about what camp looks like?
2: You're surrounded by some of the best people in the world. I mean, people who love kids. People who want to see kids flourish and grow spiritually and socially and 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 it's so invigorating to be surrounded by a staff of people who love the Lord and love serving the Lord. It's the funnest week you can imagine, but at the same time it's a it's a week of great spiritual growth, I would mm-hmm. say. Absolutely.
0: Tim, and each day, at least at, at our camp, and I'm assuming it's the same way at, at the Florida camp, is that there's there's activities literally from sun up until sundown. And so there's really, yes, there's downtime, but um, it's everything from sport activities to lake time to, you know, obviously Bible classes and devotions and singings and, um, you know, hikes. And so it, it, it physically wears on you, um, and, but it's a good kind of feeling, a good kind of tired. Um, and many of them, even though they get to their cabins at night and are supposed to have lights out that's where cabin devotions kick in and conversations around things that, that the boys are dealing with, or that the girls are dealing with, and the counselors get involved and have those discussions late at night. Um, and it's, it's hugely fulfilling to see the kids just feel comfortable yeah. because, again, there's not that outside influence of things they may experience in public school throughout the year or whatever. And they can come to camp, be surrounded by people of like faith, of like mind – and just have fun.
1: It sounds like y'all are passionate about this, and it takes that to be a director. It's a lot of work. I know y'all have been deeply involved in this. And so one thing we're trying to do with this podcast, you know, is give parents and teenagers some insight into their life and what they're preparing for as they move towards college and beyond. And one reason we're talking about being a director to a summer camp is, we figured that y'all have insights from the roles that you've had. And so I hope you'll share with us what you have learned about kids growing up in, a, in the world that we live in and, and what parents might want to know about their teenagers as they bring them to summer camp and, and move towards college. What insights would you offer us?
2: Well, I think camp, uh, for, I'll speak as a parent now as well as a camp director, mm-hmm. but to me, camp was vital my child's development spiritually and socially, uh, because we wanted our kids around people who shared our same values. You're leaving them in an environment that first of all, they are protected. They're they're going to be safe, but they're also going to have an opportunity to deal with some of those first fears of life Mm -hmm. in a community Mm -hmm. and in an environment where they will gain some courage, but they're also going to find that they have their own faith and they're going to see themselves flourish there. And that's the confidence you love to see in a kid. Can you think kept. of an
1: example of someone that's kind so,
2: of has... So I way. actually
0: had a, a young man back when I was still a counselor. I was a counselor of the group four boys, which yeah. is your 17 and 18-year-olds. And um, we had a, an evening event, um, literally under the stars, And the group four boys led the entire devotion while the rest of the camp basically sat under the stars. We sang songs together. We had Bible readings. We had prayers. And I basically required every one of the group four boys to take part somehow in that evening. Well, I knew for a fact that there was this one boy who was absolutely terrified of anything in a public nature. Hmm. And I was able to get him that night to do a Bible reading and lead a prayer and his parents, of course, learned of this probably on their way home. And I received an email from the parent the following week saying we had not even been able to get him to lead a prayer at dinner. Well, <laughs> yeah, and you were able to basically open him up in a way that now he's leading prayers and other things within the church environment. And so it, it, it's it's getting these young men because he gained. Uh, Uh, confidence and and was supported by his fellow um, you know cabin mates who said you know you can do this and I remember one night he was talking up in the bunk with one of the other guys and he's like I can't do this I can't do this tomorrow night and they basically talked him up and said yes you can.
1: You've seen 13 years of students coming through camp, you've seen four years of kids and, and uh, as director, mm-hmm. and both of you have been a counselor a lot longer. Let me ask you about how the students, the teenagers, are changing across that time. So Mark Bauerlein, Emory professor, he just wrote a book called The Dumbest Generation, and his thesis is, you know, kids are just getting less and less prepared. The, the technology is ruining them, and our world is having a, a, a bad influence. And it's, a, it's kind of a sad tale of, of how society is changing our teenagers. I don't know about all that, but I would imagine that you have a view of over these, this decade or more of students coming through the camp. You see some trends.
0: I have a tremendous of amount of hope for this generation. I wouldn't say that they're the dumbest generation by any means. I certainly haven't seen it at the North Carolina camp and it's impressive to me uh, to see these young men and women want to grow like and grow spiritually. They're not there to just sort of act like they're spiritually minded the week of camp and then they sort of settle back into their normal routines post camp, Um, it's evident uh, that they continue that and even bring it to camp. Yeah, that's hopeful. That's <laughs> very hopeful.
2: Society may show you a certain type of teenager or kid out there, mm-hmm. but that's not the way it has to be. Mm-hmm. You get mm-hmm. your kids in the right environment, mm-hmm. and you get them around the right people, yeah. and, and they will become a product yeah. of that wonderful environment. Yeah. So in my opinion, kids are great. Yes. The kids we see yes. are amazing.
1: That's great, yeah. So let's talk to the parents for a moment and and think with them about some of the issues they need to be aware of as they navigate this age range, you know, anywhere from 12 to 18 years old, and you could expand it even beyond that. And I wonder, from your experience as camp directors, what are issues that you think parents should be aware of or be addressing with their teenagers these days?
0: I certainly think that uh, technology and the devices that are in our hands or in front of us um, obviously continue to be of concern. No doubt. Um, It was a concern for my own children as they were growing up through their teenage years. Um, But I think what what I tried to introduce to my kids was sort of the things that I enjoyed as a kid, which was board games. (laughs) I had a huge love for board games simply because growing up in Switzerland and then in Oregon we didn't have television in our home so we weren't allowed to sit down and just veg in front of the tube we had to do something else and so we got creative we played a lot of board games so I made a commitment with my wife when our kids were old enough to really play board games I said we're going to do this and interestingly enough to this day my kids would rather sit down and play a board game than, you know, watch something on television. That's
1: so interesting. You know, every other adult that I that grew up in Switzerland and Oregon that I know plays board games. It's really it's quite interesting. You've got quite a trip. <laughs> so so I think – We there's,
0: won't there's, challenge him in Scrabble. No, then. not at That's all. Right. Not That's at all. No right. Risk. But if there's things that you can do um, as a parent to, to get them away from that technology, that device, right, that just sucks you in – and so I think it's it's just encouraging a lot of other activities as a family um, that that gets you away. Literally forces you to put the device away so that you can just enjoy good quality time. I love it.
2: We need to be always open and listening to the fears of our kids and don't discount it. Mm-hmm. I've got a camper right now. She actually has been texting me the past couple of days. Mm. Yeah, Mr. Phil. You were bullied as a kid. I'm being bullied. What are your suggestions? Because I've shared with the kids, you know, when you're the short guy, you know, these are things that happen. And I'm honest with how I felt. It's fun now. You know, you've got a maturity level, but not for a, a kid. Yeah, sure. They're still going sure. through the fight yeah, and they're deal. in the fight. Deal. Yeah. And so they, they need a place to talk and they need a place to open their feelings. Mm-hmm. And I think as parents, mm-hmm. we, we need to be in conversation with our kids. And that's kind of what Tim was saying. Mm-hmm. Board games are generally times of great conversation, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and there's not mm-hmm. always action going on. Mm-hmm. And so you talk during a game of skip bow, mm-hmm. you talk during mm-hmm. game of scrabble. And, and so as parents, that'd be my greatest advice to give mm-hmm. to any parent. Mm-hmm. You have to have good quality conversation time That's with great. your kids That's and absolutely be, great. be, and it's more listening than
1: talking. Absolutely. true. Y- y'all have been at the camps for a long time and we're talking to an audience. We're hoping they can learn lessons upstream, which prepare them for what's coming downstream, including a college like, uh, like Florida college. I wonder if, if you think back on your young life or maybe your kid's life. Help, me, help us think about what are things you wish you knew or you had better understood when you were a, maybe a junior high student or a high school student that, you know, in retrospect, um, you wish you knew about preparing for college and, and getting ready for young adulthood, which, if you go back to your younger self, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, you would have told yourself, you know what? You should know this about what's coming downstream in the next few years think about that what would what would you tell yourself I, when i when i think about that i think about how um i would say you know what uh, you have lots of worries and anxieties about a lot of things but it's going to be okay mm, yeah god has got you and there'll be things you'll not know how you're going to get through and they're the end of the world to you but it's going to be okay, and the Lord's going to protect you and not give you more than you can bear. I, I would want to tell myself that because I think I worried unnecessarily about a lot of things, which in retrospect, the Lord was in control the whole time, and I just need to do what was right. What, how, about, how about it? What would you tell your, your teenage self about I, what's coming? I
2: would certainly uh, talk to my younger self more about humility. Uh, in fact, I talk to my older self uh, <laughs> uh, a lot about humility. And in the form of not that you're just meek, but in the idea that don't try to control things hmm. and don't worry about things. W- worry about trying to impress people, worrying about trying to be liked, worrying about trying to always succeed or reach some level. Hmm. Th- those those are are issues of pride, and they may not feel like it you're working real hard or you have this goal that you want to achieve, but sometimes you're chasing after things that are just vain and you don't realize it. And, and, and it's a, it's a lack of humility Mm -hmm. and just understand the humility of Jesus and service. And I think that's what I learned from camp i learned from florida college i've learned from my brethren yeah. and it's a it's a daily uh, a fight if you will but yeah i think that's what i would that's, say
1: that's difficult it's difficult yeah. for a young person oftentimes to think about oneself less it's difficult for parents too to right. to give their child space to think about themselves less because sometimes parents can be the ones that push that pridefulness as much as anyone else and so that's that's good advice Phil Robertson, Tim Earnhardt, thank you. Thanks for sharing from your experience. Thanks for doing what you've done over these years at summer camp. And we're grateful to be joined by you today as we inaugurate downstream at Florida College, this new uh, podcast about how we can learn from those who are ahead of us in life about what we need to be in the present day. I hope this has been helpful to you. look forward to our next time together as we think about you upstream coming down to us at Florida College. Thanks.
0: Thank you for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please subscribe to our channel and share this episode with other families in your life. Have a topic for a future show? Feel free to share it to the email provided in the description. Until next time, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, or by visiting floridacollege.edu.